This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. There we go. I want to talk to you about your conscious attention and the use of free will. Now, these are directly connected. Now, first, let's take a look at free will. Because everybody has free will. And the game is, how do you properly use it? Now, generally speaking, it's go, well, to do anything I want. I can do whatever I want. I have free will. Yes, but within limitations, isn't it? We have social rules. There are laws. A variety of things that social conviction, acceptable behavior that keep you from using your free will irresponsibly. But you do have free will. Now, the issue here is, where did you get it? Well, free will is given by the Supreme Lord with your creation. The Lord, as the all-powerful living entity, could change free will. He could take yours away or mine away. But he does not. He respects your individuality perpetually. There is no change. You are an independent individual spirit soul. And that gives you free will. So you can surrender it. You can say, well, I'll do whatever you want or whatever you want or whatever somebody else wants. You can uh, surrender your free will or you can take advantage of it. I should say responsibility for it. The free will is a responsible thing because you can choose to be a good person or you can choose to be a right terrible person. So how you use your free will has a significant impact on everyone around you, on your progression and through life, on your achievements, accomplishments, etc. So your free will is a significant component of your expression and your individual uh, abilities. So. Rather than have our free will taken away, we need to make sure that we're using it correctly. If someone breaks all the laws, you're put into prison and they take away your free will. Oh yes, you can decide if you're going to sleep over here, stand over there. This, that, there's a level of free will. But your free independence to travel and do as you will and move around the world or the country is taken from you. So we see that from a law point of view, from a punishment point of view, your free will is targeted. If you're terribly bad in school, go sit in the, go sit in the corner or stand in the hall or stay after school. or And it is something that they take from you as a punishment for your misusing it. So early on in life, you should be trained you should be, it should be pointed out to you that the use of your free will is a significant feature in the quality of life you get. Everybody. Now, free will has a bit of a few levels in it, and that's because you have different components to your psychophysical personality. 
you have a mind, you have senses, you have an intelligence, you have your own will, your thinking, feeling, willing. So these are different components which make us human. Now, the Vedic literature says that the senses are knowledge-acquiring tools, and they bring knowledge to the mind. And the mind correlates that knowledge and information, and the intelligence determines whether this or that action is beneficial or detrimental, and whether it is wise to do it or not. Then there is the will, which is your thinking, feeling, willing, determination of I want to do it anyway, or I want to do it uh, um, uh, repeatedly. So getting control of the mind and the senses is an essential aspect of the structure of us as human beings. We're not to have our minds drag us through life. Try this, do that, anything goes, doesn't matter, no responsibility, t take no prisoners, don't care, don't care, deny. That's not, that's the mind's business, but that's not how one becomes an advanced human. That's not how you expose or express your divinity as a conscious living being. So this is another aspect of human form of life that needs to be controlled and trained at an early age. We all should know how to control our senses and see the distractions that cause each of the senses to respond. And we should also understand how to control the mind so that the mind is taking the proper evaluation of what the senses are bringing in. You can hear something and say, oh, that's horrible. And someone else hears the same thing and says, that's great. Well, wait a minute. Which is it? Now, in this country, everybody goes, we have to agree to disagree. This is a sign of ignorance. This is a sign of lack of educational training. There is good and there is bad by construction. There is things that you can have an opinion upon and have a different point of view than someone else. And from that perspective, there is differences and it's all right that there are differences. It doesn't have to be one or the other. But when it comes to the truth, either you accept it or you're wrong because you cannot alter the truth by trying to make up something else or by trying to deny what it is. It doesn't change the truthful aspect of the incident. So our responsibility is to be educated in how to control the senses, how to control the mind, how to understand the truth from the lies, and how to act responsibly and for our own betterment, our own benefit. Now, now we get down to the control of your conscious attention. Now, our consciousness is uh, the center of what we take in or what we press, push out. You have the free will, as we've discussed, and you exercise it through where you put your attention. You can, sitting, listening right here at the moment, you can put your attention on what I'm saying. You can put your attention on your foot. You can put your attention on something in the room or in the car or wherever you might be. You can move your attention around. You can sit there and you're driving in the car and you can say, I'm going to look in the rear view mirror. I'm going to look in the side mirror. I'm going to look down at the speedometer. I'm going to look at the person in the other seat. 
I'm going to look out on the road. I'm going to, you can move your attention around to all these different areas. Now you do it more or less subconsciously. If you feel some sensation, you might look in the mirror. You might look at the other one. You, same thing happened in the cockpit of the car. If some alarm comes on or something, some light comes on, it'll draw your attention. So we have to recognize ourselves as separate from where we put our attention. And our attention is how we manage our free will. And we manage what we take in. If you're constantly looking at horrible things, you become insensitive. If you're constantly looking at beautiful things, you become more sensitive. So where you put your Attention is a very significant aspect regarding what you get out of your life and how well you progress through your life. So the Vedic literature teaches that these are basic levels of education that are primary as much as reading and writing and numbers are. To understand the control of the mind and senses and intelligence and how to make oneself a better being. We're here in a society where everybody finds it easy to complain about someone's misbehavior, but they're not looking at their own life and saying, how can I further improve my own behavior? And this is because they're not in control of where their conscious attention is going. They can be distracted by almost anything. Now we get to the modern world. Here we are in the modern world, uh, early in the tw- uh, 20th century, 21st century, and electronic devices, screens, sounds, vibratory rates, EMF, radio frequencies, microwave frequencies, the, the list goes on and on and on and on of all of the various types and levels of distraction. Now the distraction is being implemented upon, that's right, the senses and the mind in some instances. And the mind and the senses are being distracted to something that the producers of the distraction want you to look at. You're just being you, you're sitting on a bench, you're walking down the road, you're driving down the street, whatever, and your attention is where you want it to be. And they try to interrupt that so that you put your attention on what they want. Now, they may want to sell you something. They may want you to learn something. They may want to uh, train you, teach you, guide you. There's a variety of reasons why uh, you're distracted, why they justify distracting you. But the problem is, is it's getting more and more and more frivolous, insignificant. Many of the things that distract us should be discarded. We should not allow ourselves to be distracted by what is somebody in Hollywood doing. They're not me. They're not my friend. I don't know them. They're an image I've seen before. But I have a life. I have a duty. I have a day. I have a time frame. I have responsibilities. I shouldn't be distracted by externals so ridiculously external. I should stay focused on being as productive and and providing as uh, high a value contribution to my life and to the human society as I can 
We are one family. We are in the human race. Everybody's contribution makes a difference. And we're being distracted to be consumers. Not to be teachers, guides, helpers, compassionate, caring, loving, intelligent beings. That's not being portrayed as having any value. And why? Because they're disrupting that path of life to make you the consumer to buy their goods, their ideas, or what have you. So this needs to be a conscious perspective you develop. You need to notice that there's a war on for your attention. The government wants it. The corporates want it. The industry wants it. The school wants it. The family wants it. The computer wants it. The radio wants it. It goes on and on and on and on and on of everybody wanting your conscious attention. And they are battling each other to come up with better ways of attracting your attention. They're using mind control techniques. They're using sense control techniques. Some of them you don't even know about. They're definitely using frequency impacts on the frequency modulations of your brain. They're spending billions of dollars to conquer how to control your brain remotely. Well, now, you don't have that concern. You aren't trying to control the neighbor kid or you're trying to control the person in front of you with subliminal, invisible brain wave pattern modulations. Well, but the advertisers, the corporates, the governments, the criminals, they're trying to do that. So if there's a battle on for your attention, you have to be in a defensive mode. There didn't used to be, so you didn't need to have a defensive mode or defensive posture. But since there is, it's currently accelerating dramatically. You need to put up your protective uh, perspective. You need to be in defensive mode just so you can continue to be you and make your best contribution to your life. You can see how this actually becomes a war of time. We all have a list. What am I going to get done today? How much time have I got to get it done? What are the big things I can't neglect? And what are the few things that I could, I could change it? And you see how your list gets changed through the day, maybe more than once or 10 times, and how certain things just don't get done. And then you stop and you look and say, okay, I didn't get these things done. Why? And when you look at why, it's because you did 22 other things that weren't on your list and did not provide you with a tangible result. They were officially known as distractions. Senseless, useless distractions. So you need to be in defensive mode. You need to be conscious that they're trying to pull your, your attention away from your best interest and put it on something that benefits someone else. So you have to really recognize the difficulty, the dangers, invisible dangers of our modern world. And you see it 
No one is exempt. Oh, I know you're sitting there thinking, I got control of it. I understand what's going on. What are you talking about? This isn't that hard to figure out. Oh, yeah? Try to put your phone down. Try to leave your phone home for a week. You can't do it. This is the symptom of mind control that has solidified into an addiction. The people are constantly looking and touching their phones. They're constantly, daily, constantly through the day being distracted. Even if they aren't touching it or looking at it, they're thinking about it. So we have an epidemic in the human society of loss of control of your conscious attention and the capture of your free will by the deterioration of time, your lifespan. You're spending too much of your day, your life, on things that are distraction that they're trying to sell or control you. And you're not getting the things done that matter to the development of your consciousness and the evolution of your consciousness. Now, this is an epidemic. I'm not trying to use big words to push a thing, something around. This is the facts. You can look on the net and look up cell phone addiction, and it is exactly like addiction of any other drug, any other narcotic, any other alcohol. Oh, there's so many other things, but it is an addiction. You can't do without it. It's, it's a want that's turned into a need. It's something you cannot reduce your cell phone time commitment. You can't do it yourself. This is where you need intervention. Somebody has to intervene and take your frickin' phone away for you to break the mind control structure built into the phone that has captured your conscious attention. And it isn't going to let you go. You have to break it free. You have to uh, disconnect it. And it's very, very difficult. It's like someone who is an alcoholic works in a tavern. Yeah, that's pretty tough. How are you going to give up being an alcoholic if you work in a tavern? You know, it's not good for you. you got all these problems, relationship issues, money, psychological. Oh, my goodness, i got to quit being an alcoholic. What am I going to do? Well, I got a job in a tavern. That ought to help. No. That's the position we're in with cell phones. I can't put it down, but I have a job. I need a phone. Then you don't have uh, the ability as an individual to sort this out. You need to have an intervention. Someone needs to help you stop. Why? So you can gain your independence. So you can gain control over your conscious attention. Now, this is the human form of life. This is the topmost consciousness. This is the topmost level of freedom and independence. This is the best opportunity you've got. You can get, I should say, to become a fully consciously developed self-realized person in this life. You don't have this in the lower species of life. You have this in the human form of life. But look what's happened the makers of the phones and the computers and the televisions are taking over the minds of all of the humans. Kids, before they can walk, playing with smartphones. Kids raised by the television set, 
Kids addicted to games. Kids bullying other people through their phones. Attacks, aggression, criticism, suicides. This is a very, very difficult situation for the human species. Human life is not meant for this. And what's the result? Frustration, anger, envy, uh, arrogance, greed. Then it goes over to depression, confusion, suicide, hopelessness. Wow. And we have it in extremely large numbers and accelerating rapidly. Statistically speaking, I'm talking here. You can look up the statistics of the number of suicides. You can look up the people that are freaking out. You can look it all up. These phones are causing a hellish condition for many, many, many people. And they're all being targeted at the youth. Now, you might say very young to uh, 20 years old, 13 to 20. Because after that, you're stuck. You can't get free. You need intervention. You need help. But we don't, can't get help from the adults because the adults are addicted too. Well, it's, it's part of my job. I need the phone to do this or that or this or that or the other thing or something else on, the, on, the, on my job. So we have a very serious problem with our society in controlling their senses and their conscious attention and using their free will for what it was intended for your own personal upliftment in consciousness. You look at crap on your phone. I don't care if you're doing it. Yeah, I need one for my job. Fine. You use it only for your job. You can't. There are so many distractions in it. There's so many mind control techniques in it. You can't. The same thing is true with the television. People say, oh, I don't watch that much television. That's the illusion that the subliminals create. Obviously, that's their defense. They create an illusion that you think you're not watching that much television. Yet you sit in front of the television and you go through all the channels and there's nothing on and you still don't turn it off. Oh, there's nothing on. Then turn it off. Hmm. Same thing with your phone. There's no messages. There's nothing to do with work. There's no reason to have it in my hand and you can't put it down. This is addiction. This is mind control techniques. There's a battle, a war on for your conscious mind. And for you to be able to overcome it, it's just like an addiction. For an alcoholic to realize and solve his problem, he has to admit to himself he's an alcoholic. For a person with a cell phone or computer addiction, gaming, or a television addiction, you have to admit to yourself you have the problem. And you're going to go through withdrawal. You're going to be angry, frustrated, don't know what to do, irritated, missing the vibration rate that the device puts out that you become addicted to. The hum, the vibrate, the flicker, the color, all the different things you're actually addicted by, you're going to miss them. And it's going to make you feel bad before you get free and feel good. So very few people have the free will to do this alone, to put it down, to walk away, to control themselves and free themselves from the problems facing them. So as I've said before, we need an intervention. Somebody needs to come from the outside and say, all you people with your phones, put them down. 
And everybody's going, no way. <laughs> That's our situation. So, taking this one step further, the Vedic literature teaches that your conscious attention is supposed to be on God realization. You're supposed to put an end to the cycle of birth and death and get free from this material tabernacle. Get out of this temporary movie you're living in that you call your life and reestablish your eternal relationship with the Lord and the Lord's servants and your eternal independent free nature. All of us want to be free. All of us want to be happy. All of us want to live forever. You can't do any of those here in this environment. So you have to put your conscious attention on where you can do that. And that's called the spiritual world. So we have to push forward with education about the spiritual world, about the divine eternal relationship between you as a divine eternal person and the Lord as a divine eternal person. And build, uh, build awareness of that existing, already existing relationship and take it seriously because that is eternal and everything here is temporary, but we are absorbed in it. We have been attacked. We are like uh, uh, casualties in the war. I can't fight anymore. They got to carry me in a stretcher back behind the enemy line, back to safety or to a hospital to recuperate. Most of humanity is in that stage. They are victims of a system. So we have to stop and look at what's going on in our world. It's a very, very, very dangerous time. We're not being told the truth in the news and the media and the government. We recognize something is wrong. We feel it within ourselves. Nobody has to tell me something's wrong. We can feel it, but they're, we're not getting the right information. They're stopping any sources that are trying to give you the right information. They're trying to deny God exists so you won't become God conscious. They're trying to tell you there is no other opinion than the opinion we give you on the news, so why are you looking around? Oh, how stupid it is for you to want to be more informed. As they distract you endlessly with trivia that has no value whatsoever. Now, if you consider yourself an intelligent being, if you consider yourself a rightful human, you have to wake up to this. You have to step back from this. You have to get control of your conscious attention and exercise your free will to do what is best for your development in this human form of life. Develop self-realization. Develop love of God. Free yourself from this temporary illusion. That's your duty and responsibility. Take control of your attention. Take control of your free will. That's the message for today. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.